Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for January 21st, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Progress on Purpose. I believe it is God's will for us to experience new levels in 2021. But if we are going to experience those new levels, then we have to make some decisions that align with God's will, and it has to be intentional. So as we're looking at progress on purpose, I told you that we need to make progress in, in five areas right, of our lives. Now, there's other areas, but these are the five that I'm covering uh, spiritually, financially, physically, internally and externally. And so that we can cover some things and lay the foundation uh, for the year. Right. So this year of new levels, I'm laying the foundation. I'm going to cover all of these areas at the beginning, beginning of the year. And then when I'm done teaching this, what I'm going to do is I'm going to provide a PDF for you to go through spiritually, financially, physically, internally, externally after receiving all of that word and then write out some goals, write out some things that you believe in God, that God is speaking to you to make progress on purpose, to be intentional about progress in these areas. So I already covered spiritually, right? And we did that in three areas, but now I'm covering financially. And when I got to financially, I told you I was going to cover five things with financially, soul prosperity, and the answer to poverty. I did that yesterday. If you haven't watched that video, please do so. Go back and watch it. YouTube.com forward slash Rick Pina. Um, today, I'm going to talk about tithes and offerings. I thought I was going to cover it all today, but I can't. So I'll just do tithes today. We'll do offerings tomorrow. Uh, then I'm going to talk about sowing into ministry. That's beyond like tithes and offerings, sowing specifically, partnering with ministries to fund kingdom projects around the world. Then I'm going to talk about giving to the poor, uh, that's a category. Then I'm going to talk about, finally, the purpose of your prosperity. Why is it that God wants us to be blessed financially? Why? Because God can give us money with a mission. He can give us prosperity with a purpose. And so I'm going to talk about that as well. So for today, as I, as I was thinking about tithes and offerings, I thought I was going to cover both. But as I got into it, I just ran out of time. Like, you know, there was just no way to, to cover. And, and even if I do this in two or three days, there's no way I can cover the topics. I'm just kind of introducing it to you. But today I'm going to talk about tithing. And this is actually something that people have a lot of questions about, like, you know, tithing. Talk to me about tithing, Rick. So what does this mean for you today as it relates to the tithe? I'm actually going to talk about um, six things uh, as it relates to tithing. And uh, we'll cover that today, and then I think that'll be enough for you, and then we'll, we'll move on from there, all right? So as it relates to tithing, uh, we're going to start with six things. Here's number one. Tithing is, is critically important. The first thing I need to talk to you about as it relates to tithing is how tithing is really about honoring God, right? So here it is. Number one, tithing is about honoring God. So let me just say this. This is Rick Pena. I've been walking with God for 25 plus years. And I've been studying the word of God, like solid in the word for over 25 years. And it is my conviction, Rick Pena, my conviction that tithing is not really part of your giving per se, right? To me, tithing is just honoring God in the area of your finances. Like once you honor God with your tithe, then above and beyond that, whatever you give beyond that is actually giving. It's free will offering. And I'm going to talk about that as well. So, so you get to choose beyond the tithe how much you give. That's a free will offering. 
But the tithe, God already told us to give the first 10%. So the first 10% is not really a free will offering. It's just our obedience to God, right? So that's, I just needed to say that up front. That's number one. Number two, tithing involves God in your finances. Now, this is a very critical point. So I run into believers all the time um, that want me to pray about something. And then when I ask a question, they get uncomfortable. So let me explain what I mean. So most believers can acknowledge that they haven't completely like 100% submitted to God in every area of their lives, right? So, so yes, maybe like, you know, God is Lord and, and I've completely given over this area of my life to God and this area of my life to God and this area of my life to God. But there may be some facets and aspects of you as a believer that you have not completely committed and submitted over to God, right? So some people don't involve God in their workplace. Like they just don't like God is for them Sunday and Wednesday night, but, but God, they don't get, they don't bring up Jesus and nothing like that. They don't get God involved in work. Other people leave God out of their business. Like they're, oh, well, I'm a business owner, so I can't be bringing up that. You know, I mean, uh, God understands that, you know, with the climate today in America, I got to be very sensitive and I can't be talking about God. Yeah, not really. Some people don't get God involved in their decision-making process, right? Like they make decisions on their own and then they ask God to bless it. Other people, some people don't even get God involved in their marriage. Like, I mean, for real, like they, like God is not involved in their marriage. So whatever the case, there are areas, if we would be honest, that, that there are areas, if you check yourself, if you do uh, uh, some introspection, there may be some areas that you haven't completely given over to God yet. And watch this, if you haven't invited God in to that area, then he will stay out. Let me say that again. If you haven't invited God in to that area, he will remain out because God will not force himself upon you. God's involvement in your life in whatever area we're talking about has to be an act of your free will. See, God will never force you to do something because if God ever forced you to do something, then it would no longer be an act of your free will. It would no longer be you submitting to God. It wouldn't be submission because it would be forced. So if, if it's force, is not submission. And so understanding that point, that God will allow whatever you allow, God will permit whatever you permit. If you don't invite me in, I, I'm not going to be involved in that area of your life. Then let's think about this. Have you involved God in the area of your finances? And tithing is really the first part of it. So I know many good people. I mean, good people with good hearts and good intentions. And, and they come and say, hey, Brother Rick, can you pray for me? Uh, I need a financial breakthrough. I need God to come through. My God is going to come through for me. I need God to come through with a financial blessing, with a financial breakthrough. I need God to come through. It's like, all right, cool. I'll set my faith in agreement with you. Do you mind if I ask you a question? Uh, no. What's up? What's the question? Um, are you a tither? Ooh. Then they don't like that question. Then their whole face changes. Right. And so they don't like that question because now you're asking them about, hey, what have you been doing? Right. What, so so help me understand. Have you involved God in the area of your finances? Now, whether they, whether they like the question or not, maybe whether you like the question or not, it doesn't matter. The point is this. God has set up the earth to function on a system. The system is sowing and reaping cause and effect the free will of humans. So your decisions matter. Look at me. Your decisions and your actions matter. In this system that God has set up, your decisions matter. God will allow whatever you allow. God will permit whatever you permit. And if you don't get God involved in the area of your finances, then he'll stay out. He'll stay out of it. And now you're asking God to bless you and you haven't given him any reason because you never involved him in the area of your finances as it relates to tithing. You got it? 
All right. This is one of those where it's tight, but it's right. I'm, I'm just being honest with you. All right. Number three, tithing is about giving God first place. Say first place. Tithing is about giving God first place. Proverbs 3, 8 and 9 says, honor the Lord with your wealth, with your increase, with your money, and with the first part of your harvest, like the very first part. Then, uh uh-oh, then, if you do that, then your barns will be full of grain and your barrels will be overflowing with wine. Listen, God can give you more than enough, more than enough. He will take you from the land of not enough to the land of just enough to the land of too much stuff. I mean, God can increase you, but you have to do what he's telling you to do. Honor him. Tithing is not just about giving 10%. It's about giving the first 10%. It's about giving God the first. It's about the first of everything. You honor God because you are putting him first. Like, so when something comes in, I don't care what it is. Somebody puts $10 in your hand, right? So I'm going to honor him with the first of that. The first of everything. Oh, Rick, you're getting nitpicky. No, no, no. I'm, this is honor. Honor is like that. I mean, the first of everything, the first of everything that comes into your household, you should honor God with it. The, not just 10%, but the first 10%. You have to honor him with it. Number four, let me give you a quick testimony. So when I was first born again, um, I got born again. And so um, at that point in my life, I was young and I had already made some poor financial decisions. I had gone through a lot of my life and, and I was in a bad situation financially. So I got born again. Now I'm saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized with a mind to serve the Lord. I'm excited and all of that. But I was living paycheck to paycheck. And uh, when it came to tithing, I was like, man, I barely have enough to pay my bills. I was a staff sergeant in the United States Army and I barely had enough to pay the bills that I had. And so now I'm like, okay, man, if I give God 10%, I won't have enough to pay my bills. Like something's going to have to give. So I went to my pastor. Uh, my pastor at the time, Richard B. Peoples, I love this man. He has invested tremendously in my life. I would not be who I am today if it were not for Bishop Richard B. Peoples. So I love you, Dad. All right, so listen. So um, anyway, I go to him and, I, and I'm, I'm having this conversation. I remember I was in his office and I was crying. I was crying in his office. And I was crying and I said, look, um, I, I can't afford to tithe. I want to tithe, but I can't afford to tithe. And he looked at me and he loved me enough to tell me the truth. He said, son, you say that you cannot afford to tithe. I tell you that you can't afford not to. If you, if you ever want God to be Lord of your finances, you are going to have to figure out a way to tithe. And so after much prayer, and I'm not telling you to do this. Disclaimer, I'm not telling you to do this. I'm just telling you what I did. So after much prayer, I went and got a job at Blockbuster Video. I was a staff sergeant in the United States Army, and I still I got a job at Blockbuster Video I don't know if you guys remember that Blockbuster. Anyway, I went to Blockbuster. I got a second job just so I could have enough money to honor the Lord in the area of my finances. And, uh, and, I, and I maintained a second job until I was able to drop it. So all these years later, I can tell you that I've never once, once I started tithing, I've never once skipped. Like, you know, I know people like, well, I tithe sometimes. No, 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 no. Either you're going to honor the Lord with the first of everything that comes into your household or you're not. Right. I mean, so make the decision and then be consistent. So uh, thankfully for, for us, the testimony is once I started, I've never stopped. And then all these years later, Isabella and I are tremendously blessed. Uh, we, God has blessed us to, to be able to not just tithe, but give way to be generous way beyond that. And we're going to talk about offerings again tomorrow. But this is, this is important. Tithing is important. Put your money in covenant with God. Don't say that you're struggling financially and you need God to come through and you've never involved God with your money. I'm just being honest with you. You got it? All right. Number five. 
Everything you came, everything that you have came from God anyway. Like this is something you got to understand. In First Chronicles 29 and 14, the Bible says, all these things, this is David speaking, all these things didn't come from me and my people. All these things came from you. We are only giving back to you from the things that you uh, came from you, right? And so in First Chronicles 29, let me explain what happened. King David was collecting resources to build God's temple. And the Lord already told him, hey, you're going to, you will collect all the money to build the temple, but I'm not going to let you build it. That assignment is for your son, Solomon. So Solomon's going to build it, but you're going to collect the money. So he was like, all right, cool. I'm supposed to raise the funds. So he calls for an offering. He says, hey, everybody, we have this building project and I need everybody to give. And so people started giving and they gave gold, silver, bronze, iron, wood, precious stones, many colors, marble, many other offerings, all of this stuff. And it overwhelmed David. <laughs> it overwhelmed David to the point where he was like, wow, look at this. And then David basically acknowledged. Now, let me just say this. As I'm looking at everything that everybody's bringing, I have to acknowledge, Lord, that it all came from you anyway. And when we give, God is saying, put, take the first 10% and put it in covenant with me, right? And make it an act of your free will. Like you are being obedient with this 10%. And you got to acknowledge that, first of all, 100% came from God. So God is asking us to give the first 10%, but all of it came from him anyway. So when you, when you acknowledge that, that it all came from him, it puts you in a different perspective as it relates to your finances. Number five, Abraham brought a tithe. Now, this is a good example too. Abraham was a blessed man. The Lord promised to bless Abraham, right? And, and, and don't come to me with like, oh, Rick, but this is spiritual blessings. No, not, not the blessing of Abraham. The blessing of Jesus, spiritual. The blessing of Abraham, natural. So the Lord blessed Abraham. It got, God told Abraham, I'm going to bless you in chapter 12. By chapter 13, the Bible says he was already rich. He was rich in cattle, in silver, and gold, right? That's not spiritual. That's in this world. So he was rich in cattle, and silver, and gold. By chapter 14, he experienced a great victory. And when, at the end of the victory, he had a bunch of spoils. And what did he do with the spoils? He brought a tenth of the spoils to a high priest, a man named Melchizedek. And he was the, both the king of Salem and also a priest of the most high God. And the Bible says that Melchizedek had no mother or father, and he is a perpetual priest. He's a high priest forever, just like Jesus himself. Now, when he brought, Abraham brought the tithe to Melchizedek, Abraham was already blessed. He takes a tithe and brings the tithe to Melchizedek. He was already blessed. But watch this. And this is what the Bible says. He gave Melchizedek the tithe. The priest of the most high God received the tithe and released the blessing. So he was already blessed, but when he brought the tithe, the priest received the tithe, released the blessing. Now, let me bring this to the New Testament, because in the Old Testament, the, the priest received the tithes. But in the New Testament, in the book of Hebrews, the Bible says that Jesus is a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. And so down here, the Bible says men receive tithes, but up there, he receives them. Who is he? Jesus. Who is Jesus? The high priest, high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. So when we give our tithes, watch this. Maybe you wrote the name of your church. Maybe you put it in a bucket. I got it. Maybe you did it online today or did it on a tablet, but you are giving the tithe and up there, Jesus, the high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek, he's receiving the tithe and releasing the blessing. Tithing puts you in covenant with God in the area of your finances. All right. Number six, last thing I'll say today, uh, as it relates to tithing, the practice of tithing, and, and I don't, have, you know, I'm, I'll pray about whether or not I should really break this down, but believe me, I, I've done this before. It's Old Testament and New Testament. 
There was tithing before the law. Don't tell me that tithing ended with the law. There was tithing before the law. Abraham tithed before the law, right? And there's tithing after the law. The book of Hebrews talks about tithing. And so, and Jesus said that tithing, talked about tithing anyways. So tithing is Old Testament. Tithing is New Testament. But let me just say something about tithing though that I do need to say. Because I don't like when people say, hey, God will rebuke the devourer for your sake. But if you don't tithe, your tires are going to break down. You're going to get into a car accident. The curse is on you. Stop. Stop. Look at me. You're in the New Testament. You're under the new covenant of grace. In the Old Testament, they had to do everything right. In the Old Testament, it was like, if you do this, if you do this, if you do this, and if you do this, if you dot every I, if you cross every T, if you do everything right, I will bless you. The emphasis in the spotlight was on man. And it was about man working for God. Whew, thank you, Jesus. We're not under the old covenant. Under the new covenant, the spotlight is not on us. The spotlight is on God and what Jesus already done for us. And now the spotlight is on God working for man. <laughs> so, so let me just be clear about this. Jesus became a curse for you. You're not under the curse anymore. So under the old covenant, if you didn't tithe, there was a curse. No, I'm not saying you're going to be cursed if you don't tithe. You're not. You're not. Just be plain text. There's no curse for not tithing. And if you don't tithe, your, your car is going to break down. That's foolishness. Right. So God blesses us because God wants to bless us. God blesses us because God is good. So, so no, it's not about that. I tithe because I love God. I tithe because I honor God. I tithe because, because the Bible teaches to do so. And I want to honor him in the area of my finances. Really what this boils down to as I close, the concept of tithing and offering and giving and all of that is a matter of trust. It's just, do you trust God? Do you trust God in the area of your finances? Maybe you trust him with your marriage. Maybe you trust him with your kids, but maybe you don't trust him with your money. So when it comes to, to this, you have to trust God. When you tithe, you are authenticating your trust in God so that you can experience his best in every area to include your finances, right? So that's enough for today. I'll, I'll deal with offerings again tomorrow. All right, so I'll just stop there. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak something over your life. Say this. Say, Father, you have blessed me richly. Everything I have came from you. Giving back is not something I've got to do. It is something I get to do. <laughs> it's a privilege. I am honored to be able to give to you from what you already gave to me. So I honor you, Father, with the first tenth of all of my increase. And beyond that, I'm also led of your spirit to give offerings. And I do so with a cheerful heart. I do not give because I'm afraid of being cursed. I do not give because I'm obligated to give. I give because I want to. I sow because I'm able to sow into your kingdom. My giving authenticates my trust. My giving proves to you, Father, that I can be trusted with finances to fund your kingdom projects. Therefore, Father, I declare that you are free <laughs> to bless me richly, to give me more than enough, to give me an abundance. The more I receive, the more I give and it's all for your glory. Living this way, I know I will level up in 2021 and greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is 
today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, these are notes that you probably should want. So go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day and you get that for free. So listen, go into this day knowing that God just wants you to honor him. Honor, maybe you were honoring, honoring him in all these other areas, but you didn't get God involved in your finances. If you don't, if you don't invite him in, he's going to stay out. And so that's not a place that you want to be. You want him, either he is Lord of all, or he is not Lord at all. So it's time to get God involved. Do me two favors. If this message has been a blessing to you, leave me some comments in the chat. Uh, I read every comment and then also share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you, and God loves you more. And I'll see you tomorrow where we will talk about the offering, which is above and beyond the 10% tithe.